Rob Zombie has a song about UFOs and what they do in UFOs. Finger your bum uh, for one Finger your bum and your what? No. Okay. Anyway, let's get back. And your nose. Ew, <laughs> they do it on purpose, those motherfuckers. I hope they washed your hands before. Wow. They James. got space. No, so. dude. That's the whole Jesus point. Christ. They're like, smell your own butt. <laughs> <laughs> they put that, then they then just they push you it. out. They're like, ah. <laughs> they the they're like just fingers. fucking bald frat boys from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Derek. And today we are, I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Not um, limited to... But also including aliens, because Scott is freaking the fuck out. So we will get to aliens today, because aliens. I don't think we have a choice. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get into that. Thank you all for listening. You can find us at thegridcitypodcast.com, and you can listen live when we do Discord events, which um, are pretty frequent. Listen live when we're doing our recordings, whether we're at our home bases or at the lovely Union Club down in Tacoma, downtown Tacoma. Uh, you can find all that. If you go to gridcitypodcast.com, you can get links to the Discord to listen live and do all that fun stuff. We got a lot of shit to get to. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. And then we also do have to talk about aliens, so we will get to those. Um, but I wanted to start off with some Tacoma Central stuff, because this is a podcast about Tacoma. I'm pretty sure, right? I mean, it starts that way. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see where we get with this. But yeah, um, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to uh, 6Ave. Uh, all the 6 Avenue businesses that participated and all of the independent people that came down and participated in Art on the Ave. This happened, uh, I guess, probably about a week and a half ago when this episode comes out. So a little late on the uh, shouting out on that, but we had putt stuff that we had done the uh, day before, so which we'll get to. Did anybody go to Art on the Aft? Just curious. Um, M uh, Michelle and I did, and Ooh. saw Brogan there, uh, and we met up with Rusty, and um, kind of rolled around with that crew. Saw a bunch of cool people. Quabby with the Peace Bus, he was there hanging out. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> we spent uh, we spent all, it was really it was hot and. Uh, I was just not really down for all of that, but we went anyway and I got really overheated, but on the plus side, we hung out inside of jazz bones and on the back porch of O'Malley's, uh, for a couple of the times, walked around, got some good food and got to hang out and just, uh, chill out and got to see some of the cool art on the Ave. 
Dude, Heart on the Ave is one of the best times. It it is just a really good time in Tacoma. I love those things. And I I think we're going to talk about um, Porch Fest a little bit, right? Like later. Yeah. Um, Dude, it was just a great time. Like anytime you can get out and do one of these outdoor things going on. I mean, there's little drink booths or or places Mm -hmm. you can go in and grab drinks. There's music going. Ah, It's so much fun. If you want to go hide in at a couple places, like with like Jazz Bones, they were doing, I think, an all-ages show inside, but still had the bar going on so you could still get done (laughs) and have some fun. I'm I'm on board with Scott. Like, I love these events. The only thing that I want to, if any of the uh, coordinators listen to this podcast, give a little bit more info, like travel tips, parking, any of that stuff. Because I yeah. could not find anything for Art on the Ave. Like, I could find out where basically it was located, but I know that they were blocking off streets, so I didn't know how it would be to drive up there or anything like that. Yeah, and that is, you're not wrong, but it, because just thinking is in terms of like having been there and done it for so long. This year, they remembered the permit, so they were able to shut down the, the street because the previous time they did it, they didn't shut down the street, which was super awkward. <laughs> Oh, okay. That was the difference. Okay. Yeah. And so this time, okay. this time they were able to shut down the streets again. And then, yeah. So parking is Beautiful. just like in the neighborhoods around, which is still pretty chaotic. And I mean, we park oh. a couple blocks away, but it's all just on like in front of people's houses and stuff. It's kind of a mess when it gets down to it. Yeah. And even looking at like buses and whatnot, like we were, we were kind of feeling it until we realized that after putt stuff, we were peopled out. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but but we were looking at it and like even trying to take the bus from like Lincoln District, like where we're at, it was still like a 45 minute bus ride. And then we oh, didn't yeah. know how how bad it was going to be to get back either. Yeah, it was it was it, it's a mess. If you know it, you know, it, and if not, you just got to be kind of prepared to walk a fair amount. Um, but like street parking bet- um, on the other side of. Um, Sixth Avenue coming towards Twelfth between like Sixth and Twelfth that sort of area. Funnily enough, oh, okay. right where Porch Fest is kind of happening this uh, this year. Yeah, and every year, um, just that Central Tacoma area between Sixth and Twelfth, and basically from Sprague to like Cedar and Alder, um, is where Art on the Ave was, and that's and if you're looking at that's kind of where you would want to park and. Porch Fest is happening exact that at that spot there too, and you went last year, Scott, right? I did. We got together with um a bunch of people. I can't. I think it was Big Jeff came. That was one of the first things he did with me, and uh, maybe even Anthony rolled out with me. Oh um, yeah, it was a good time, man. Like um, that's all I can really say about it. We saw Henry Hagen playing. That's um, right. Yeah, um, it- he was. Uh, a little drowned out by like a metal band, like, yeah. On the street, like doing their warm up, but it was it was still kind of fun, right? Even trying to listen and hearing them, and and we moved over and watched them and walked around, and and it was is, just a great time, man. And this is I I like Henry's music. He's a uh, I listened to his CD. He, nice. He does, He's a real good uh, maker of song. And yep. Porch Fest is happening this Saturday, so. Uh, if you're listening, like if you're like one of those early downloaders um, and you hear this and you think you might know somebody who might be interested in what Porch Fest is and, you know, what is Porch Fest? Well, I looked it up on their Facebook page and they have a write up, so it helps out. Uh, it's nice. a walkable neighborhood music festival where front porches become musical stages for one magical afternoon. 
It's going to be like a huge block party between Sprague and South Alder slash Oaks and 6th Ave from 12th Street, like I said. Uh, if you live near them, you can see if you want to use your porch, but that's like probably past because they've probably all set this up. And if you go to their Facebook page, they've announced a bunch of the different bands. Um, Free Mechanics is a band. I There's just a lot of bands. I don't know most of these bands. I mean, they're just kind of people hanging out. Um but you can go and check them all out and see if you maybe find a new band that you'll love or maybe a band that you even heard on our podcast. Yeah, last year they they sorted the um they had the map sorted by kind of like uh, a genre of music, right? Yeah. So if you're into something like I like metal music. I mean, we, I, Henry Hagen's not heavy, right? But <laughs> um yeah, but I went to see him because I knew who he was. Um, but then I hit like a lot of the metal stuff, and there was even some rap, I think. Um, nice. And, and I kind of went around and hit those. And then they have little events in um, some like bigger areas. I remember like in like a, I want to say it was a parking lot, maybe a church parking lot or something. And they had like like a bigger thing happening, like a band showed up and played there, which was kind of cool, right? Nice. Uh, but then also, it's so close. Um, to, to everything i think it's six ave is right there right yeah so it's cl- so close so when you're when you're done walking around checking out things you can walk down and i think we hit the um is it is it the red dog or oh the uh the you pour yes yeah the red dog yeah yeah, yeah 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 yes i think that was the first time we went there so all that stuff is right within walking distance it's super fun man nice yeah and i mean it's worth going to it's like from like one to six or something like that. You can go to porchfest uh, to come porchfest.org to find it. Look them up on Facebook too, because even on their on their page, they have uh, a bunch of uh, they a bunch of posts. But one of them was actually a Spotify playlist. So if you want to kind of see some of the bands, it was like a primer to get you kind of into it. Um, something to do on that. So something to do that weekend. Unfortunately. Brogan, myself, and the wife ski won't be because we're going out camping on Ocean Shores this next weekend. So, ooh, yeah, we'll have to figure something out on that. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, and and one final thing to kind of finish out the shoutouts to basically Sixth Ave on this point. This is kind of our Sixth Ave shoutouts on this because I saw this. Uh, I hadn't realized that. Um the Chinese restaurant next to Dirty Oscar's Annex back in May. And now that I think about it, I do remember hearing the news about it, but I had forgotten it had caught fire. They had like a grease fire or something like that. Burned them out and kind of screwed them up, but it also screwed up Dirty Oscar's Annex, DOA. And they'd been closed since then because of this. Well, they're getting a reopening... Friday, August 18th, just in time for football season. Go down there and get your Sunday brunching on. They got some good breakfast, so they'll be glad to have them come back. But they're going to come back and uh, be uh, be all that reopening and having fun over there with their with their good old food. They were one of the places that was uh, on, I think, Diners, Drive-ins, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, Brogan has that list memorized, dude. He knows, <laughs> he knows all of them, right? And it's a great breakfast spot. I've been there many times, and it's yeah, it is a great spot. Yeah, we uh, that was our number one place. We take people who say, hey, "Take us someplace to coma." And yeah, always there. And we get the the bacon, uh, the maple bacon, and the chocolate bacon, and all that bacon. Plant. Oh yeah, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic Bloody Marys too. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah, like if that's a yeah, that is a true Tacoma breakfast experience. I mean, I don't know. 
and well, maybe we'll have to ask other like there's so many we have so many breakfast bars that I, tells you about where you live is right that there. but it, yeah i don't yeah. know is that a normal thing is that a normal thing for a city like if we have someone that's no. from a, from another city we need to ask them like do you have bars that are just open for breakfast where you can just i mean bloody marys are one thing for brunch i get that but like 7 a.m breakfast at like alfred's you can get a bloody mary you know or a shot so it well and it, it's it's not just Tacoma. So like I grew up in okay. Kent. We had a local bar that we would hit uh breakfast up like eight AM and you could get hard alcohol too. All right, okay. I'm just cause it just it doesn't it, it when you say it out loud it seems kind of weird, but I'm it just does. hoping maybe other people other places have it and we're not just full on alcoholics. Oh, but well I just saw a documentary on YouTube called First Call. Uh, basically, it's about people that started getting hammered at 10 a.m. Scott. Uh, in, like, New York. And they're, they're pretty much all alcoholics, so. <laughs> that's, a punk, that's a punk song, First Call. Is I, it? I, I can't remember who sings it. Yeah, but it's it's fantastic. They're Funny. like, I'll see you down at First Call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I fucking love it. Dude, growing up in Nevada, we didn't have, I mean, I'm sure there were bars. Well, because bars could stay open all the time, right? Yeah, right. Um, and we would get off 24 hour shifts like mines, you know, graveyards, whatever. And, uh, but we would always go to the casinos, right. For breakfast yeah. and drinks because nobody, oh, yeah. nobody gives a shit at the casino. Right. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember having like a cool bar that was open like at seven to do like a breakfast type brunch. Like to me, that's a Tacoma thing. I yeah. love that. It, part it, of it, right? and, I mean, people, maybe a Washington thing. Please let know. us know and correct us. But it would be great to uh, find out and know what's up on that. But yeah. I love it, though. It's you one of my what? favorite things. That's what we're going to have to do. So we may have to cut this section out, but we're going to take a road trip, and maybe that's that could be our niche. We test the breakfast Let's get bars drunk in the mornings. The, yeah. Okay, deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just do the I think the we just hashed out another road trip plan. The, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll just hit town by town. If they're, if on, they're town. On our way they, to Tope, uh, Tonopah. To go stay at the Clown Motel. I'm 100% in on this. Let's do it. Let's do it. If there is there something between here and Tonopah? Yeah, well, <laughs> <Okay>. no. <laughs> no. I mean, there's, I, dude, I want to go to that weird Washington uh, Stonehenge. I want to see that at some point. That's yeah. in like Washington in the corner. Yeah, so the, the, it's the, not the quite Golden the way. Yeah, yeah it's not like, quite on the way, really, right? But we can um, find bars. Mary sells. Yeah. Go outside yeah, and the there's way. Bars in between for sure. And Reno is between here and there. Serena's so always a good stop, right? Yeah, I don't always. know. Is um, it? That's where I first ate sushi. Oh, it's fucking what? Reno is a fucking yep. hole. Wait, Jeff, <laughs> oh, Jeff, at the peppermint stick, man. Why? Why would pepper you mill? Eat... You mean pepper mill? Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> the peppermint stick. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely a club somewhere. <laughs> oh, I love that, Jeff. That you said that. <sighs> oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, before we get too off track, that put that write that down, put that a, as an action item. We'll have to figure that one out and put a put a sticky on that one. Oh, I'm um, in, so in. I uh, one final shout out um, for this segment, and it it's it's kind of a it's a heavier one, but it's pretty. It's a, a it was a pretty cool thing, and really, I felt embodies Tacoma and community, and just how we're just really cool with everybody. So I'm. For the TLDR for everyone, I'm shouting out Terra Crux Games and Doug and how 
cool that game store really is. Um, oh, yeah. No, Terra Crux is a fantastic place. Anytime we record down at Union Club, I always make sure I hop over there. Nice, nice. Get, get some more minis and uh, stuff. They're a great place for board games, um, D&D, uh, Magic the Gathering, um, all of those nerdy card games, uh, all the nerdy uh, war games. They have a ton of war game tables, a ton of gaming tables, big open space to game, to buy your stuff, minis, paints, all that stuff. Check them out, check them out at Terra Crux Games. Um Really amazing. The owner, Doug, is super awesome, and this is one of those stories as to why. A little backstory on this. Um, back on the previous Radio Life of mine, I knew and had gotten familiar with uh, a listener just because um, her name is Rose, and she's from Tacoma, so she would always sign her stuff as Rose from Tacoma, and she would text with the show uh pretty frequently and we kind of knew what was going on in her life and she would interact with her stuff and she had a son um who unfortunately uh in these last couple of years passed away and uh he wasn't necessarily a um he liked competitive team interactions but not like one-on-one against each other in the terms of like sporting events and stuff like that so he found a real bi- a real home in playing Dungeons and Dragons. And he found a really cool group of people, which I believe they call themselves the Dork Squad. So if that was oh, wrong, I re- awesome. I'm really sorry. But that's, I think that's what I got from that. But he really found a second family through D&D and at Terra Crux Games. And um, when he passed, obviously a blow to... Doug and everyone there in that game didn't obviously rose as his, you know, as his mother. Um, and they were trying to figure out a way to memorialize him. And, uh, a friend of roses, um, Patty offered to help out. And Rose was ended up talking with Doug and I didn't know this about Doug, but he builds gaming tables um, so I don't know for sure if he built like the ones at Terra Crux himself, but he very well may have, but he did with this one. And so with Rose, Rose's guidance and some mementos of her sons, um, they built this beautiful, beautiful handcrafted gaming table with uh, it's got like a plexiglass over the top of it, uh, and underneath in the uh, recessed area are mementos to remember him, like his first game controller, um, like a picture of like Weird Al because he loved Weird Al music, um, uh, the the spaceship from Futurama, the the planet, uh, the planet one Express. Yes, thank you, Planet Express. And there was something else I can't remember right now, but the, all these things, and then just like some dice, the I think the D and D anniversary dice set that everybody, like family and his D and D group, all rolled one last time on the table, and then they epoxied them in the middle. It, oh, that's super cool, dude! Man. It's amazing. Um, it's beautifully crafted, and they dedicated this D and D table, and it's at Terra Crux now for everybody to play on. And it just, it's so cool. And it's such a really neat way 
And I feel even just like blue collar Tacoma way. I mean, I, I, this isn't going to be something that just doesn't happen in Tacoma, but just the way that Doug was able to work with a customer and just like with his own hands, be able to build something that fit for all of it. And it was cool to be able to there and witness that and see that as they did the, uh, uh, the, I guess the memorial on Saturday and dedicated the t- uh, the table then. So it was, it was super powerful, but I was just like, it's so cool. It was just so fucking cool. That is cool, man. I love, I love, uh, I mean, that's community, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a stone owner, store owner. Right. And I mean, he's making a living like everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that, that support, that's community. Like, that it's really cool, man. Yeah. Like who who gets lucky enough to be remembered in a way like that too? Not very many people, right? right? Like the this kid having an impact and you know being taken because, as we know on this show, fuck cancer, right? Yeah. It's yeah. and just to have something like that, you could you can only hope to be able to leave that much of an impact on people <clears throat> that they would be that they would be able to do that. So, you know. Shout yeah, out. and it's it's a testament for how great Terracrux is. I mean, growing up in the gaming scene, and Justin, I'm I'm sure you've had to deal with the same things. Like the gaming scene itself can be fairly lonely. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the is the nice way to put it. Um, but that said, like Terracrux, every time I've been in there since the first time I walked in, everybody who was working there, everybody who was shopping, everyone who was gaming was just super nice, super mm-hmm. welcoming. And that's that's why that place is so great. Yeah, and just to put a little bit of a pin on it, like go to Terracrux, go ask, go go go, just to go look at the table and just ask Doug about building it because I was able to do that and just let him tell you like how much of his whole heart he had to put into that because it's amazing. Um, and so you know, one final shout out to Terracrux to Doug. For making a great place in the community. Shout out to Rose for being an awesome listener throughout the years and, you know, inviting me to this thing because it was super powerful. And, you know, shout out to Farron, her son, who was the reason like this all happened and was able to bring a community together. And there was a lot of people there um, celebrating his life and this dedication. So shout out to all you guys. Yep. Super cool. Now we got to move on. And, uh, aliens. Do we want to go into aliens yet, or do you want to talk about putt stuff? Oh, putt stuff was so much fun, man. Yeah, I'm going to push <laughs> push off aliens a little bit, and it's only fun. All and the right, only reason why right, we're doing this enough. is because who fucking won putt stuff? Fucking Eric and Scott, you sons of bitches. Ooh, I think it was Scott and Eric, I think is how that should be announced. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have the scorecard still on my desk. I mean... I could I could shout out who got good scores and bad scores. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we need to do that necessarily. I just think that maybe we, you know, just, I, I, think, I just think that I I feel like I uh, championed the team a little bit more than Eric did. Uh, <laughs> I do, I will give a shout out to. We should give out the shout outs to the people who got the biggest scores. And we, I mean, obviously on the things, but I want to give another shout out to thank you everyone who came out. It was a blast. Um, oh. It was such a good time. I had so to, much fun. Like, dude, I got home and I, I literally just stomped around my house for like two hours. I was so wired. I had it's, such a good time. 
like I've I've been podcasting for what six seven years at this point, and this yeah. is one of the most fun things I've ever done. Like shout out again to Derek for we were just like. Hey, we're going to do putt stuff. Derek, we're going to send you all the emails and we're going to have you call and figure it all out. So sh- you, the shit happened and it was great and you made it happen. So thank you. Shout out to you on the first and foremost on that. Um, so, yeah, seriously. But I wanted to give a shout out to the person who I knew had the best score because she was on our team and brought down our average amazingly. Keisha, not Kesha. Right. That was fun. That was yeah. fun meeting, meeting a person I never met before. And that I I wasn't sure like she did say she was coming I didn't right know sh- no so I didn't ah! have her on the list she just showed up and it worked out even better because oh, I looked- no no she she definitely somewhere said she was coming because I remember I because I felt good she's like I want to be on Scott's team because he thumbs up he likes my tweets <laughs> <laughs> so I was like fuck yeah <laughs> um, but then she didn't end up being on my team which no nope. i mean either way we would have won i mean oh my god on. if you guys would have had her just oh yeah if you had her you guys would have killed everybody else's scores but I mean, I mean, they we were did. fairly did. close remember remember like, how we won though yeah by one <laughs> by one stroke if i would have done a slight bit better but it never ha- happened and i know in two strokes less than my team yeah um and I didn't know we were playing on the hardest court. Yeah, right. Why did why did we do that? That was kind of <laughs> because someone yeah, like a good idea at the beginning. Somebody I, shouted uh, it out. Someone, sh- I was just like, let's pick the four colors. I didn't look at the back of the card of the scorecard that tells you. And so someone shouted. We read the rules till later. Yeah, I, didn't I was even like, read the rules till we we're halfway through. Because I was seeing like old ladies and little kids coming down there like in twenty minutes, and I was thinking, "There's no way they got through this motherfucker." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it took us. Minutes. It took us two hours to get through our sixteen people to get it all done. We called number six the widow maker. Good. God. Oh my I was god, thinking, that was pretty bad. <laughs> god, that one was so rough. Derek didn't have any trouble with that. I was gonna say everyone we played all, that one up. We all stroked out hard on that one except for Derek who's like and I'm telling Derek I'm like dude this thing is impossible you're not going to get it just take the seven and just and you didn't get the ball in either right (laughs) it was terrible to see yeah and then fucking Derek just goes bloop bop boom gets it up there hits what in like two or three yeah in two almost got a whole one god I know almost a whole one I'm like oh fuck me man on the hardest hole of the whole course yeah yeah well, the Whatever. next well, there was one right after that. That was the ant hill, which was bullshit. Oh, the ant hill killed me. Yeah, yeah, the ant hill was bullshit. I got that one in four somehow, just because it like it, the ball went in. I think in. I took. I think they took seven strokes on both of those. <laughs> me too. Shut up, and you fucking won. I hate you. Yeah, remember how I won? I'm just gonna throw that out there one more time. It's because you had you because you had Clackwax, her husband Donovan, who won the trophy. That I built. Yeah, he was a sleeper. Nobody expected that. No one no, expected that. And then, and yeah. then Eric, who wasn't doing as great as he had hoped, maybe. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> not Derek. Oh yeah, Eric, not Derek. And we we roasted him a little bit on that one, but <laughs> it was fun. Oh yeah, it I was a good time, yeah. man. I had such a good time. Oh, and you so, know what's? No, oh, go I, was, for it. I was gonna say um, the swag bag, Scott. Yeah. My wife even said my wife went to a, a, a marathon 
thing and she goes the swag bats had nothing on scott nice <laughs> she goes, yeah she, she matter of fact she was more pissed and she goes i paid a lot of money for this other thing and she goes it wasn't half as nice as yours guys <laughs> and our shit was free you could have yeah. just shown up and played golf for free yep we paid yeah. her we would have got a t-shirt and a bunch of stickers and a little card and a the button. handmade cards man i got i <laughs> i know I right out loud <laughs> yeah did you like those i loved them that was all my kid, man. She had such a good time. Like, put puns. There's so many of them, right? right. So she just had a good time. We, she picked like maybe four or five, and you know, repeated them a couple of times. But so what? Fucking, some amazing. of them were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We got we got one. Uh, we like big putts, and we cannot lie. <laughs> and then thank you for showing us your putts. Yep. <laughs> That's so amazing. That's great. So yeah, we fucking like like go to Parkland Putters. Like it's low key. It's super fucking fun. It oh, is, they were great too. Super they were helpful. so nice. They answered all oh, my questions. C note too. You, everybody that pulled in, we thought was C note. We're like, I don't know. That's not C note. He did good too. He, he got a great. pretty high score, didn't he? Yeah. He did too. He, he rolled through. Really he was on my. You know team. what? I have to give him credit. He's the only guy that talks shit back to me. Everybody else he, was like, Shut he up, was Scott. on. He here's the deal. Here's the deal. C-Note was on my team. His front nine was was fucking hands down amazing. And I fucking was like, we're in on this. And then... Yep, and then he sucked it up in the back nine. He, not his fault, though. He had to... Eh, his phone. some excuses. He left his, some excuses. He left his phone on, and then someone needed tech support. And mm-hmm. so they were calling him about a printer. So he was... IT and putting at the same time and he shit the bed. But that's fine. It I mean he was there, he was helping out people, and unfortunately he wasn't helping out the right people at that time who were the ones. Sounds made up. Sounds made up to me. Trying to I don't putt believe stuff. it. You, you could, he was on his phone. <laughs> I was he whenever he had to putt, man, he was like, Hold on a second, he put him on mute, put him in the back pocket and hit his shot. Unfortunately, it was it, it, it brought him off his game. That's all I'm saying. It brought him off his game a little bit. Um, we had a solid start, and we were very close to finishing. So when we um, listen, man, I had my phone in my pocket too. That's all I'm saying. But you weren't doing it, team motherfucker. Ah, well, I, I my team won. That's all I'm going to say. No, I I was taking pictures. So I was I was recording a show. So I mean, what all were I you hear doing, is Scott? That's all, all I hear right, is so, excuses. So you know what. You know what? Before we get off of this topic, let me go ahead and read out the <laughs> official host scores. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, Jeff uh, came in at thirty-two over par. Yeah, <laughs> no, you need low scores, Jeff. You need low that's scores. That's not bad though, Jeff. What's that's only uh, two strokes a, a hole, right? Right, or something uh, like that. Uh, Justin to... came twenty-five over par. <laughs> yeah, I was not good. Uh, Scott, you had twenty over par. Fucker, oh, you should you left me for last anyway. since I was the winner. You weren't. Uh, <laughs> Eric actually did better than you by two strokes. Yeah, but also he's supposed to be the sports guy. Come on. <laughs> and then, even though my team uh, came in third, uh, I was only eight over par. Damn. Oh, oh, oh listen. That's listen a really good guy. score. Yeah. No, yeah, you are like the best out of us on score. Eh, but did you win? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, we need to do this in like we can't just wait a year to do putt stuff again because no, I'm 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 adding the uh, so 
that's that's the debate right now. Eric's like, I'm like we're track. fucking playing again. <laughs> no, so that's one of the things I I mentioned a couple episodes ago is like I'm keeping track of like who wins what like event thing that we do. So do we give it to Scott and and Eric because they're team one, or do we go based off of our scores? Oh yes, yes, give it to me. <laughs> that's so, I think so be. because it was meant to be a group. Yeah, one. it's a yeah. group. It's a group one. So if they were uh, in it, they get uh, the they get the top points on that. Yeah. Fuck yes. I, it's just fucking fair, and yep. Ooh, we got to do more putting year, though. Next year, I think it would be fun um, if we uh, like one person instead of having like a whole team to go together, like we had, um, like my whole team was together, right? Yeah. Um, you make a team, and then you go um, one person from each team is in a group. Oh yeah, that I think that would be great. Yeah, I, because I, it is it is so much harder to keep track of for scores. Yeah, though. but next year we're fucking veterans, right? We've done this already. <laughs> <laughs> He's just adding more complications to fuck. Well, because I do. I kept wanting to talk shit the whole time. Like I wanted to like <laughs> talk shit to my team because I wanted to beat them, right? But then at the same time, I wanted him to do good, so we'd be oh, everybody yeah. no, else hanging out, so. hanging out with uh, to Compton Files and his lady. Like, yeah, we had like actual wholesome, heartfelt conversations the whole time. Right, and that's I want to not do that. <laughs> I want to be able to talk shit to my team because I, I think, enjoy. That. I think we need to do another one where it's just us. Yeah. Well, what do you then mean? We could just, just talk to win shit. Something we need to. No. Okay, no, no, just so we can all talk shit the entire time to each other. Like, okay, what I want, like now, like I just we got to do like the full circus. Like we, like just like full the circus. five of us. The circuits. I meant to say circuits. I mean, it can be a circus. It will be a circus. Um, I mean, the trapeze is going to suck. As as the person who had to coordinate it, it was very much that. Uh, um, But, like, all the courses, like, the five of us, just all, if we can get Brogan, maybe, fuck. Like, all the courses at Parkland Putters, um, Frontier, I know Cassidy's, I mean, my wife keeps telling me we need to go to Cassidy's. I haven't been there in like 20 years, but it's going to probably happen because they've got putt-putt. Like, fi- let's find all the putt-putt places and it's just It's nice because they, uh, they have drinks, right? They have a bar yeah. there. So oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a tower bar. place, right? Yeah. yeah. Drinks there, right? So I think, uh, I think we should just all just start. I mean, are we going to do a putt league or are we going to do a, a GCP Swingers League? <laughs> We talked about it. We already got I, it. I, I have to put together the list because there is a lot of putt putt in Western Washington, and we talked about that on the episode as well. Yeah. Um. I think I think I need to narrow down like where where the borders are for it. So like, uh, Parkland, let me talk to my Parkland team Potters. too and see if my team's ready. Like, I don't know. This if my isn't team's a team ready. thing. This is just you, buddy. You can't yeah, rely. We are the winners. <laughs> you can't we rely winners, on your so. team. You can't rely on your I team mean, anymore, man. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we were the best out of everything. So I'm just saying, like, I don't but know. if we're gonna do, if we're gonna do a league, it's gonna be yeah, Cassidy's Tower Lanes, Parkland Putters. Like, just keep it in a controlled area so we're not having to go to like ocean shores and shit like that oh yeah yeah uh, yeah right they had that one lane at parkland putters that was like uh, overgrown with weeds and oh yeah definitely i i, I have played it, on that one it's it's pretty terrible that's i i wanted to see if they would let us play on it just as is if we paid them extra i bet just with they all would the let shit us. on the i bet they would the let us yes that'd be so fucking stupid and great i think we should figure that out okay oh, so that's pickleball too is just coming oh, back oh we, like, we, we got all the we we're gonna do all the fucking gcp olympics yeah i don't even know how I'm to pickleball pickle pickle i don't even know how to pickleball oh it's it's easy if you could do fucking mini golf you could do pickleball yeah i played a lot of pickleball when i was in like junior high 
That's weird. That's how my, but that's how my <laughs> wife broke her nose in a pickleball tournament. What? She took a took a paddle to the face. Oh. <laughs> broke her nose. Why that am I sucks. laughing at that? I'm sorry, Robin. <laughs> Don't make me laugh at that shit. Um, all right. I think right now is a good time for us to take a break. When we come back, I want to give a shout out to our stuff that we did after putt stuff. Um, and then we will get into aliens and that'll be a lot of talking about aliens. I fear. Um, so we're going to get back. We're going to refill our drinks. You guys refill yours and we will be right back. Support for the grit city podcast is brought to you by manscaped who is the best men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped performance packages is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide. who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code grit city at manscaped.com. We did get the performance package 4.0. It's a game changer. Jeff, how are your balls? Oh, they're so good. You don't know the level you, you could take them to as far as comfort. And I'm going to say confidence. I swagger. I thought that was just the steps he was taking because his pants were down around his ankles to show it off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer that is the future of grooming and consensus with everyone. The greatest ball trimmer you've got have ever used 100 best body hair trimmer i've ever used they're waterproof you just need to do the quick in out maybe uh you have somebody coming over and you need to get it done quick and you're like hey, hold on i need to take a shower you know get my funk off and then you can get yourself uh trimmed up cleaned up use that ball deodorant makes your ball sack really smooth and soft <laughs> does it really <laughs> yeah. so the first thing I, love- I did do i went to my wife and she was sitting down so i showed her i said hey what's this smell like <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? And she said it was better than the alternative. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code GRITCITY. Unlock confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Oh, and we are back. Oh, my goodness. We are going to get into that fucking alien chat soon. But a couple other things uh, that I still wanted to... Uh, talk about from the from our fun experience over at um i guess the midland south tacoma area um because after we hit up parkland putters we ended up going to the captain crab oh man i was super pleased with that place and i am not a seafood guy at all yeah it's it's like zero Cajun Seafood in Tacoma. Just look up the Captain Crab dot com. Um, but not super hot because I'm not I'm not a super hot guy. I was able to woof it yeah. down really, really, really quick. That's what I'm I saying, man. I, everybody there like smashed their food and it all looked really good. Like, dude, I'm not a cra- I don't want to eat crab. Like normally I look at crab and I'm like, oh, it looks like a big bug. I don't want to eat that shit. Right. <laughs> um, but I was like looking at people's crab and I was like, God damn, that shit smells good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm not a crab guy myself. It's just too much work. I'm just I'm too lazy for that shit. But my wife is all in. So she ate the crab and I ate the sausage. 
And so, yeah, I didn't realize there was sausage and corn and shit in there. Oh, oh, I love the sausage. sausage. (laughs) I'm not a huge... Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who played by that, but that was fucking perfect. You just dubbed yourself. Oh, fuck. No, everything there was really good. Like, the wife is not super adventurous. Like, she was fine with the crab and the shrimp. I got clams in the the bucket. Nice. And she went for it, too. Like, everything was so good. And sure. I haven't done that since, fuck, like I was 20 and just super drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and the right. and the place, like, the place was good in terms of, like, if you're not into super spicy, it's Cajun seafood, which has kind of exploded around. There have been a bunch of places that uh, have recently opened, but have, there have been some that have been open for a while. Like, uh, the Dragon Crawfish uh, in the Lincoln District has been open for a while. There's the one that's by the Outback. This is another one that we hit up. I didn't know anything about it. They've only been open up for about a year, and I loved it. They had different types of spices. You could go just like butter, like lemon, garlic, and we went Cajun or like garlic Cajun that wasn't spicy, and then you could get into the spicy Cajun stuff, which if you're down for that, down for the heat, um, try it out. I did not. I was I was a wuss, but right. I got some good flavor. I- I didn't even know it was Cajun until my wife told <laughs> nice. me when we got home. But 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 she didn't want me to freak out. Like, oh my god, this is Cajun. I'm gonna fucking. Die. Uh, she didn't want you to be a bitch. So she yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she didn't tell me or anything. But it did. That, that's it didn't great. Taste, even the sausage. I'm not a big sausage eater because of the yeah, spice. It was. <laughs> oh, I was, love the sausage. <laughs> no, it, legit. Like, so we went, I think, uh, medium on the heat, and it was Cajun spicy. So, all right, it's legit. So, it'll the get best you. Thing. Yeah, right. Oh, on. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, but just, I, I sat between Eric and uh, Tecompton Files, right? Mm-hmm. And none of us are seafood guys. So, he had, it was like fish and chips. <laughs> um, I had like the shrimp and fries. <laughs> I mean, that's that's about as seafood I get. And fish and chips on the other side of me. Yeah. And, I, and, the, and the waitress was just, she kind of just shook her head like sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Hey, but do my shrimp, yeah. I have to say, my shrimp were awesome. Like just shrimp and fries. I would get that shit again. It was fantastic. Right. On our side, it looked like a scene from fucking Jaws, man. There was, there was <laughs> every table yeah. was fucking yeah. elbow steep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was great. I loved it. I know that the girls had a couple of drinks that looked really amazing. I at that point I was just hitting up the Diet Pepsi. I'm like, I'm cool. Um Oh yeah, no, I had Eric a, and I had a couple beers. So Yeah, I ended up getting a uh uh, pineapple mule was oh, fantastic. Nice. I saw a couple mule glasses on the table. That's right. God damn, Moscow mules are good. Yeah, they are. Fucking love oh, them. Oh, we have to talk about the building though. Like, what a space they have there. Oh, right? it's huge. Uh, Brogan was telling me it used to be a a, a buffet, maybe. Oh, okay. Because the bar in the center, and then huge. they have a water rooms. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they have a huge banquet room, which I, we got to figure out a reason to rent that out. Um, they yeah. had two Jack Sparrow uh, statues, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah dolphins <laughs> coming out of the ceiling, waterfalls, bars, uh, even a place to wash your hands where you don't even have to go into the restroom. Yeah, right. and, like and you'll need to wash your hands. Oh, that stuff will get you. Super, super um, convenient. Also, it looks like they know how to handle a big crowd too, because they handled handled us okay. And I felt I didn't feel like we were being loud and obtrusive to other people, which we weren't. We wouldn't anyway. But I'm just saying, it felt like you could get loud and Whatever. not be so 
Everywhere we go is a fucking <laughs> music yeah, video show. Well, I'm just saying it was kind of it was touchy there, but I didn't feel like if I said the wrong thing, everybody would have hear hear it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of space. It was good. Price was great. Like the wife and I split a combo. Um, had a couple of drinks, and it was it was definitely not. I mean, for seafood, seafood can get pricey. Um, and I had a lobster up in my bitch, so it was great. I fucking love lobster. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely go back there, and yep. I'm not a seafood guy. Nice, right? People were saying, yeah, it, it's uh, these are the types you see in Renton and in Everett. You know that you don't have to drive all the way up there to get this type of, of nice. food. So, yeah, uh, so totally cool. Yeah, fuck Everett. So, chef. Well, yeah, there we go. Now we're shots fired. There we go. Don't make that the title of this episode. Um, also, weird enough was I, I had just sat down. And mm-hmm. like when we got seated at the Captain Crab, I basically just sat down trying to figure out what I was getting. And Scott runs in. He's like, "Yo, no, it wasn't me. Was uh, it not? Who it was, was it? Uh, Keisha. Keisha came, oh. came in. Yeah, she came in, and she's going. You'll never guess who's outside. She saw that gown, dude. She pulled in like every. Oh my god, how many cars did we see pull in? And every girl that was going to a car or getting out of a car." was fucking eyes locked on that lady and the, right. the, the that lady was sparkling in the sun man it was in the, shiny and i fucking missed it i was so hyper focused on crab that i i didn't either absolutely i, didn't either. I absolutely I didn't even see her well I, she might not have been outside when we came in i hope so because Keisha did come later right yeah that is true she might have been on the inside because yeah you couldn't miss that so what, who we're talking about is we're walking in, and then all of a sudden I hear, we've got, she's like, Miss Washington USA is out there. And I was like, <laughs> wait. You guys know she's right next door? Yeah, right next door. <laughs> like, wait, what? And then it was, Scott was like, oh, you should go interview her. And Oh, I, I had to, dude. I was like, come on, and Justin. I'm like, come on, Justin, let's go. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and and because the, the worst like part of it was, after doing all the stuff at putt stuff, my throat was fucking blown out. So I had no. That's not the first time that's happened. Hang on. <laughs> first time at what? Uh, 2 p.m. Maybe? My voice was real <laughs> gravelly at that it's point. It's weird that happened from putt stuff, though. <laughs> You'd be surprised at what happens at putt stuff. Um, but I was like, fuck, okay, fine. And so I go and I get the recorder and I just go and meet her. It's like, hey, what's up? And yeah, so Miss Washington USA, Samantha, Samantha, her website is fucking me. Uh, I'm just gonna, um, yeah, I'm sure everybody that's listening now has heard last yeah. week's episode. Samantha so Gallia. It's in there. Yeah, there Sam- you go. There we go. And um, yeah, she was just hanging out there in this beautiful dress, like you say, fucking shimmering in the sun like beacon of light with her giant crown on and everything. And I'm like, how did I miss this? And then uh, hopefully she was inside or something at this point, but she was having an appearance and I think donating dresses to adorned bridal, formal uh, bridal and formal boutique. And that was the lady that we talked to on the podcast right there as well. Like yep. they, they do consignment yeah, cool. yep. for, they do consignment for wedding dresses and, uh, uh, prom gowns and all that, all that sort of shit. And she was doing some of that, so she was there talking about the human trafficking issues. So really, you can follow up with them on that. But it was just like out of nowhere. It was the strangest, weirdest day. 
<laughs> when we came walking up, that the the That's lady that owned, owned yep. the stores called us the putt stuffs. <laughs> the putt stuffs. <laughs> how cool were they? Like honestly, how cool were they? That you get three random guys just walking up to you, like just bald weirdos who I'm sure, yeah, didn't smell the best. <laughs> we had just <laughs> been we had just been on a very athletic excursion. We were super all, athletic. Golf we were, is fucking super athletic. We were wearing shirts that said putt stuff on them. That was the best because she's like, oh, the putt stuffs. <laughs> and we like straight up like, no, like the quick like elevator pitch. Oh. No, we do a podcast about Tacoma. This is our thing. We're just doing it. Wow. Can we talk to you? And she was totally cool with it. Like, yeah, they were they wow. were both awesome. And, and also we had DDs. We had designated drivers. So yep, we, were, we, we, we weren't feeling no pain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> And that's how it works. So it was just one of those things. I'm like, I'm not ready for this. And fuck it, man. They were amazing. Able to make that happen. Get a little bit of an interview. And at some point, we're going to have to get her on. I'm just going to throw it out there. If she wants to maybe participate in Putt Stuff 2024, I'm going to give her an open invite. If she's down for doing it to talk about stuff and then also golf with us, I think I think maybe I think maybe we got an in on this at this point. Oh. I mean, she was cool. To, I mean, she's got her picture taken with the T-shirt already. Yep. Can't get much worse than that. <laughs> Only wearing it, right? <laughs> and she and and she let me wear her crown. So she was awesome. Yeah. They were both super cool. Because I don't know if I would be that nice to just three random strangers that walked up to me. No, no matter what I was doing, I'd be like, "Who the fuck are you? Like, fuck off!" Right? Get lost. Get right. lost. Put stuff. Right. <laughs> um, they were super cool. They were yep. just both like, "Yeah, we want to. We want people to know about this." And they they put up with our dumb dummy people who <laughs> we are right like i couldn't even make eye contact because i was no you were trash, like you're like dude. you should fucking go do this and then you guys stand out there and you disappear around the yeah, corner yes like just backed off and i'm like sitting there just talking with her and i'm like they're taking video of this and i'm like oh i'm a sweaty mess wearing a putt stuff shirt talking to this gorgeous beautiful woman who fucking helps children and like fixes their teeth and like does dental work for like less fortunate people and i'm sitting here i'm like yeah we golf <laughs> right you also said my head's so sweaty uh, <laughs> that was a that's, good, that's uh, why she never set it down she's yeah. just in front of it and she's like that's enough <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense i don't remember saying that but that Probably, yeah. <laughs> you touch your head, you go, I'm sweaty. <laughs> oh, good God. All right. Well, shout outs like, to them. I'm gross. Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, Can right. I wear your crown now? <laughs> oh, fuck. <dude. laughs> All right. I've been putting it off too long, but. What is he uh, going to pick? Scott Topics. Uh, I just wanted I to get through I'm, all the I'm big. for this. I just wanted to get through. And talk about all the cool Tacoma shit before we got into this, because you're right. We need to get our alien expert back on, whom I n totally remember having on. And I got to definitely go back and listen to that episode with MUFON to uh, to remember what happened. Those are the pandemic years. Like, it was. I don't. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to go back and get them on, because I don't know if you know, but... um. We've got like UFO shit. There was a house UFO hearing that some fucking interesting things happened. And <laughs> Whoa. 
that about made oh, me that's sh- awesome. That about made me <laughs> shit my pants. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who played that? Was that Derek? Yeah. Nice. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> That's what I was working on during the break. Fantastic. Um, we got reports now. We've got unidentified flying objects, or as now the government calls them, unidentified anom- uh, an- anomalous phenomena. Or- I love how they keep changing this. It was aerial for a while, and then they're like, well, they're going to water too. So. <laughs> now I guess. Oh, well, let's just call them anomalous. Yeah. Now, now at least I know what the hashtag UAP anomalous. means anomalous. because I was very fucking weird about this. UAP? Yeah. So <laughs> this hit up in the old Scott topics and was a fervor within the discussion on our Discord. You too mm. can participate in the Scott topics Discord by going yeah. to our page. Yes. Um, you need to go there. This article from rawstory.com, which I'm sure is a reputable sports, but it doesn't matter uh-huh. because they have the sound bites from the five key takeaways. Yeah, that's why I posted that one. Is I, I, I thought they had the best um, like snippets of yeah. what, what he said during the, the, the thing. We, and, and it's we talked about this, uh, I don't know, it was episodes ago, but... We had we had talked about the Las Vegas uh, UFOs a little bit, like mm-hmm. we brought it up, but um, these kind of happened at the same time. Like this guy gave an interview to, I think it was like Newsmax or some shit like that, News Nation, All right. maybe. I, I'm pulling that out of my butt right now. <laughs> um, but he gave like a full interview and he talked about this all before the congressional hearing. Like he's like, hey, I'm I'm doing a whistleblower thing. He's like, um, he put out all the information that he could. You know, during that, and now this is the actual like under oath hearing where he like he's testifying. He's saying these things like if he's lying, he could go to jail. So that means he definitely isn't lying because. Well, I mean that's the the fucking <laughs> idea. Well, <laughs> so mean people really do like fuck people lie all the time under oath. Right? I love this because not only did they give us the bombshells about what they thought about it, but also on the same note, they have the tweets embedded with the sound clips. So, like, this is super fun. So, the five key takeaways from rawstory.com, this whole thing about it. it check out Scott Topics if you want to see the article. Um, the most curious moment came when Grush, the guy, was asked about finding aliens on crashed crafts. He explained that biologics were found on such crafts. And Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. <laughs> Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> yeah, so this guy has super we... high clearance, right? That's yeah. the, the interesting thing about him, is he was a guy who was, um, I think he worked for Space Force, maybe, when... Um, Space Force! When, as they, yeah, right, as they started that. Mm. But he was one of the mm-hmm. guys that was, like, his job was to go look for UFOs, right? And and what Who's he's saying... Was it? <laughs> no, specifically that was his job like he was one of the guys that got paid to do like look for you. ufos right I um i mean we, yeah i mean whatever I, right i i kind of have to call a little bullshit on this though it's like okay we brought you in front of you know a house hearing under oath and then you're gonna pull the oh well that's classified well, well hold, he, on. That's hold on bullshit let's hear that's let's, the thing right let's see, let's see if he says some more we have crashed craft uh stated earlier do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft as I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Whoa, this non-human. Non-human right. biologics. 
dude, that means to me that could something be a fish. See, uh, and that's what people say. People have been saying this. They're like, "Oh, that just means that maybe it's uh, microbes on the thing, or a dog." Yeah, maybe, or maybe oh yeah, hamster. people have been saying that too. Like, oh, these are these might be crashed um, satellites from Russia right. um, from when they shot animals into space. Okay, well, like we could identify those. Like they would just be like, "Oh, this is a a dog that we shot into space." Like they can do DNA tests on those. They can say that it's a dog. Like nobody's gonna pretend that those aren't dogs, right? Yeah, and all of a sudden they're like, called... "No, there's there's fucking these four legged aliens." We know, <laughs> like, no, they know they're fucking dogs, right? Yeah, but the, the way Chewbacca. he put it was non-human biological. That's right. all he said. Yeah, right. And even the but, article, even the article says it could be anything as small as bacteria or single-celled organisms. Yeah, but so that, it that literally could be anything. Hundred percent is there? Like, you can't tell me that they're not trying to fucking minimize what he's well, saying. They also right? may not know what it is in terms of like, I mean, like with the implosion of the submarine, like anything that was left in there, if it wasn't vaporized, is salsa. Like maybe they yep. just don't know what it is. It's yep. just parts what? of stuff. I agree with that, and that's what I was gonna say. Is they, okay, they might cool. not have, they might not have like a uh, a body that they can autopsy. They might only have remains yeah. after a crash, right? Like, um, imagine uh, an airplane crash that caught on fire. What are you gonna have left, right? You're gonna have you know bones and tissue and whatever, right? Same thing. Is I, I didn't even think about the submarine, but that's a great analogy. I love it. I'm just wondering if we should play this next one. This, play it. It's a two-minute one. It They're just uh, the Anna Paulina <laughs> Luna enters a News Nation article into the record. So this is so News Nation was where he did the interview. And, and if you okay. guys haven't seen that, definitely look it up and, and listen to it because it's really, really good. Submit for the record an article by News Nation, and it follows uh, Mr. Grush's full interview for the record. Without objection. Thank you, <clears throat> um, Mr. Grush. Why is it that you per, uh, refer to the phenomenon as non-human intelligence? Why deviate from the basis of extraterrestrial life? Uh, I think the phenomenon uh, oh, is... This is so important. Uh, uh, ...very complex, and I like to leave an open mind analytically to specific origin. When you say specific origin, are you referring... Can you elaborate on that for those that might... If it's a traditional extraterrestrial origin or something else that uh, we don't quite understand... Uh, from either a biological or astrophysics perspective. Yeah, I just like to l keep an open mind on what it could be, yeah. Okay, and uh, referring to your News Nation interview... Dude, you I really think... And tell me what you guys think about this, right? So I think what he's doing here is leaving it open to the idea that they're interdimensional, like they can interdimensionally travel, which is mm -hmm. what a lot of people think. And I'm not... I'm, I don't really buy into that too much, my well, favorite there, there is one oh, thing i will give him is yeah. that he kind of let something slip there with the traditional extraterrestrial yep that means that they have things that they consider traditional oh, space beings shit. yeah so my favorite theory is the um idea of a like a breakaway civilization like hundreds of thousands of years ago maybe when the climate wasn't the best for people people went underground or people lived underwater mm -hmm. and their technology continued to advance while we started over stone age right 
And so they would be more advanced than us. And that's where these things are coming from. I love that idea. That's the whole Ant Antarctica, right? Like, because there's people that say there's bases and shit under there. And then you see, that's why they started calling them UAPs, because mm. they come from underwater as well. Because they don't care what they're flying in, right? Like, they're, the substance they're in doesn't seem to restrict movement at all. So they can fly through water and air what the at the fuck? same speed. I know, crazy, right? <laughs> these things get fucking nuts, dude. Um, but anyway, that's I, I that's my favorite theory of the whole thing. I don't know if I believe any of it, but that's um, if if I was going to believe one, that's the one I believe more. Just because the um, distance in space, right? Like it takes fucking years to go any distance, right? Yeah. The cool thing about that, though, is they say that people have known about it since the '30s, and if you go back. From when we started sending out like radio waves, right? Because radio waves transmit through space um, and they don't stop. So, um, and they go out like light years. So the first first few things they would have seen were the first few like um, radio things and the first few television things. A lot of people say like Hitler was one of the first things people would see, things like that. They've been out through space for like 15, 20 years. And then all of a sudden we start seeing alien activity on, on Earth, right? Did they see those and then come here decide to decide finally yeah sure i'm mean, like the, the timeline lines up but i'm not a big fan of that theory but that's just me <laughs> like I, I feel like everybody should have their own theory so right i don't know between what do you guys think I, so I could go on for hours i love this shit i i mean it would make sense and it's it's funny now that like there's so many things in recent like even in like media that has dealt with like interdimensionality more so so i don't know if it's like now it feels like it's bleeding into like real life because now people are a little more accustomed to that idea like they've been um so that's that's a big disclosure idea right they've been that prepped they feed for you, it yeah they feed yeah. you little ideas until everybody's comfortable with it is that yeah, how you, do you think that's a thing you yeah think that's what they're doing they got kind of yeah and it would kind of lean into like having i don't know that, that, that sounds good on beings. paper but you know how hard it is to get anything made in Hollywood? You know, there's just so much red fucking <laughs> tape everywhere. I don't see how anybody gets anything made. The it, A movie's just nothing but a great big compromise. So how is anybody supposed to keep control of that? Uh, just Government to go a little tangent. Oh, go ahead, Derek. Sorry. Government money. That's how. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just a little. We know the government has Marvel. the government has worked with Hollywood in the past. Top Gun. Thank yep. you, everybody. Dude, uh, the Y Files. Jeff, I know you're a fan of the Y Files. Oh, yeah. I watch it. Yeah, I like. It. So, have you? Um, if you guys haven't watched their, um, the moon landing was a hoax. Oh no! Right, that's a good one, that dude. It's good... one of the best. Yeah. Because they they have like uh, they just put it together really well. So mm -hmm. I mean, take a look at it. I I don't know if it was or not. I think it was um, he, partial. It, in my it ended, yeah, it ended kind of on a draw. Of course, um, about they As they were all able good to, conspiracy should right right <laughs> they 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 disproved the. Uh, a lot of stuff, but there's still just uh, those couple pieces of like, what about this? You know, yep. how come this is this is here? Um, the uh, um, bef before we uh finish all this up, I mean, go to the article, you can see all of them. This one, uh, this one, um, soundbite kind of was like, what the shit? Um, so rep Andy Ogles from Texas asked a series of questions about the possibilities, quote unquote, 
around sightings of UAPs, which were a little more than speculation in the part of the witnesses. And then what also he asked, however, was whether the UAPs could offer a security threat to the U.S. Each of the, the, the witnesses said potentially. And then the military men said they didn't believe that they could have defended themselves against the UAPs. Um, so when we right. think about traditional adversaries and uh, both us uh, towards... Oh, it's crapping out. Us, you know, we oh. probe uh, their capabilities. We look for weaknesses, uh, and we, we collect that data, that reconnaissance for in the in the event we need it in the future. Um, for each of you, yes or no question, based off of your own experience or the data that you've been privy to, is there any indication that these UAPs could be uh, essentially uh, collecting reconnaissance information, Mr. Graves? Yes. Mr. Grush, fair assessment. Yeah, Mr. Fravor, very possible. They're 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 looking for us. Hundred percent. They're scouting well, us. Well, what else would they be doing here? I mean, really? I mean, of course they're they're not. Yeah, they're not hanging out, giving us fucking flower lays yeah. or anything like that. Well, I, you guys have uh, you guys have heard the human zoo idea, right? Or hypothesis? You could Fuck, say. man, sure. take me, take me. I want to be a fucking human pet. Do it. If you are. Like, so that's oh. the idea, right? Well, so um, there's a guy that says that these things are created. They're basically drones. They're created underwater by a giant manufacturing facility. And the only time that they actually come out and get interested is when we're doing, um, when we're uh, creating violence against each other, right? Oh, so like World War Two. They came out the Foo Fighters, right? That's where the idea oh, came Oh yeah. From. Now there's a huge thing because war in Ukraine, right? Um, like all every every time oh. there's a war and we have fighter pilots flying around, people see them. So the idea is that that's one one of the reasons we haven't had any contact with anybody else is they literally keep us here like things in a zoo, right? Like they just watch us. The only time they're interested is we're when we're actually like hurting each other. And yeah. other than that, it's like hands-off approach. Yeah, but the other argument with that could be is that, you know, there's more people that are flying around. There's more people in the air. 100%, 100% agree. Yes, 100%. And, well, and the U.S. is really the only place you hear about it, right? Like, China's not telling us what they've they've seen, right? <laughs> like, um, this is one of the only – I mean, other countries do put them out. Argentina had a really good one. I think Chile had a really good one a few years ago. Um, uh, Mexico, but most countries – yeah, Oh, even – Oh, yeah, yeah Mexico. Cuban had a Cuba during the missile crisis had one. The Cuban pilot See? saw something, and yeah. Just so, not released what do you guys it, think yeah. about that idea, though? How, like, what about the idea that we're just like nobody's coming in contact because we're they're just like, hey, these talking monkeys. <laughs> we're just gonna keep. We're just gonna watch these little fuckers and see what they do for a while. Check up the ant, uh, the ant colony every once in a while. Yeah, yeah it, it's hard to tell because then we have to have to all agree that everybody in the universe thinks like us. To me, that's kind of like saying, "Oh, the the sun circles around us." Fair, you know. You know? So yeah, it's that's hard telling. I think it I go like either that, way. I think uh, that's a great because I think the more scarier thought is like, what if we're the first? You know, what if we're the first in the galaxy? Well, like, so I, I feel like, and not not to get a little weird, but if you late. have these things, <laughs> all right, if you have these things, if we're going to all agree that these things are real, right? I mean, if we're going to have this talk, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The government's saying they're, they're out there. And, and so you're like, okay, there's these things that, that fly around faster than we we can. We don't know what they are. The government's even scared of them. We have to at least acknowledge that they're real at this point, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to say 
that they're more advanced than us. You can't argue that point, right? And then at yeah, that point, yeah, 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 once you're once you state that, it's like, okay, yeah, if you're more advanced right. than us, then, then that, we're like just the little bitches. Yeah, <laughs> it, but it, and it goes and it goes to put your hand in my pocket, and you're and like, it, fuck. It, it goes to but, in, but, like infinity oh, on that aspect, gets, like, you, like how far bit, ahead, yes. like. We're, but we're, technology we're does, do, doesn't mean intelligence, I don't. I think technology just means more crutches and you get a little bit farther with less intelligence. The, well, and that's why I, I kind of default to the – I know it's it's a little hokey and people don't talk about it much, but the the like um, – you know, break a breakaway mm. civilization, like some, right. Like, and dude, it doesn't take a lot of people. Like if right. you get in a hundred thousand people underground, right. And there's places like mm-hmm. you guys have seen the underground city in Turkey. They found, right. Right. Um, that that's, I, was there thousands of years ago and they say held, you know, um, tens of thousands of people could live underground indefinitely. They're still, they still use the, the wells that those places used and they didn't know. Right. Right. Dude, it, it's not that hard to get a city of people underground and continue the technology. And then all of a sudden you have, you know, I mean, how hard is it I'm for a, a group of people to put together 25 or 30 airplanes? It's true, true. Yeah, right? but I, I, I think at, past that there is a limit where then you, you're going to get spotted because I, uh, or what's the, I, I think we romanticize it. You know, but sooner or later, someone's going to want to take over something. I, I think I think if they're from the same civilization we are, yeah, I, I think someone's going to want a bigger piece of their pie. And then that's when everybody knows. But it's the secret part that gets me. I don't think anything can be a secret. Uh, and you can say, well, Jeff, you don't know everything. That's true. There's a lot of secrets out there. But I don't think there's like a worldwide secret. And I think if there is one, it's meant to be a secret. If, if like, well, I didn't know that. There's people that run the world, but they don't go around, you know, running for president, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think the problem, I don't know. The problem with I have with some of that stuff is um, there's like there are legitimate conspiracies, right? Right. Like if yeah. you if you look back, like um, you I can think... look back at um at, at old projects they did. Like uh, what was the one where they did the all the mind control shit? Um, oh uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, true. And, you know, and they did off. We do awful things. We're we're, we're people. That's, that's what we do. That's our. When that's you our look like card. and America the Unabomber, like the Unabomber was in the LSD experiments. Um, the thing uh, MK Ultra. He was part of that. You, come on, if you can't see those things are connected, right? And, right, and true. you know what I mean? Like, there are yeah. real conspiracies that happen. Uh, right. That people, but, like... But that's smaller than a whole entire real. civilization. Agreed, I, I, but that hey, doesn't mean that anybody knows about it, right? You, you know like, what the really... most they could know <laughs> is, like, hey, these things come out of the water. Right. Or these things okay. come out of the sky, whatever. Yes. I just believe in the water or the underground idea more because space seems so fucking far and so fast to travel across but right but here's the thing with space though they don't have to be that far out to be hidden from us heck they nope. did, agree you, you know the, the the whole basis of like the planet x conspiracy if it's it's right on the other side of the sun yep. you know you, you know so uh yeah um, but I'm just saying, like, I think the biggest, you remember when the iPhone came out, everybody was blown away that they kept it a secret that long, you know, during the explosion of the, of the, the instant information, you know, 
Sure. All, all this stuff. And everybody was, and I was blown away. It's like, how did they keep that a secret? You know, so I guess it is possible, but it takes a lot. And I just think nowadays with everything, especially nowadays with whistleblowers, it's harder and harder to. But with to something do. with something that fantastic, you can like like those companies can also just suppress a whistleblower. Well, like, yeah, so there was easily. a the government government suppress whistleblowers all the time, and, and we don't know anything about it. I mean, yeah. fucking Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Now we're getting into the real on, shit. Man. Tell, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Who's my buttoner? Like, oh, the camera's broke. <laughs> Get right. the fuck out of here. No, and, everybody. Come knew, on, but, man. But, but still, look how far they they, uh, they knew about it. You know, back in the olden days, if there wasn't all this, he would have disappeared and only a few people would have known about Jeffrey right. Epstein. And sure. The, but and still, the, like, nobody's been prosecuted from anything he's ever done, right? Oh, and they all won't. Those people never, right? And that's just a little, like, that's just a little, like, peak, human, peak human trafficking. Yeah. No, <laughs> just a little yeah. human trafficking. Nuclear weapons or fucking well, interstellar it, travel or any. Well, or maybe. It? it might. Like, but it might you, have you people. see what I mean? Like, yeah. th- those things are so far... Um, like, dude, if someone tells you, if you talk about this, we're going to kill your fucking family. Everybody, oh, no, I ain't know. Gonna yeah, nobody oh, is like they're well, going to shut their fucking mouth. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of these people, too, like they've chosen their their profession. They they chose to work for the government. Right. They knew going yeah. in that they, okay. they picked high, like top secret so, jobs. Right. So they knew uh, that there was an air of security. We're like, going to knew going in. Right. We need to get MUFON guy on. Yeah. Oh, we will. We will. Yeah. I know we're 20, like twenty minutes in, and we'll just keep going back but, and forth. But I, I, I totally believe in secrets. I like can't. Oh, real quick before we do anything else, Jeff, yeah. Um, I love the idea. Just roll back that um, there might like they might just not choose to talk to us, right? Like right. I read a book years ago talking about um, kind of. Well, there was a few of them, but this one was talking about uh, just um, intelligent life. And if and, and, and the idea was that they don't like they can because they're some, so much smarter than us. Like, obviously, their their equipment moves like we've agreed on that. Um, radar was the first time we saw them and that seemed to interfere with things. But um, the idea that, that we, we can't detect them, that they could like just hide out and then until there's a reason for them to talk to us, right? Yeah. Like until we have something to trade or a reason to actually interact, they just don't even bother because it's not worth their time. Well, that right. was the basis of Star Trek. Like no oh. al- no aliens actually came to visit us until we de- developed warp technology and were useful. Oh. We're just, we were just, we were just, you know, yeah, we were just land monkeys at that point. Uh, I think that might have been based on the idea that no UFOs showed up until yeah. we developed, um, yeah. like, nucle- nuclear drive. technology. Yeah, we, right? yeah, they want our yeah. nukes. They want our nukes. Well, uh, once you have speak- the power of the sun, people start to <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus, put it that way. Speaking of that, Star Trek's really uh, do, doing their best, man. That strange new world, the last couple episodes were off the hook, man. Nice. what. It's kind of like okay. a one-two punch because the first one was a really kind of corny. It was a crossover with um, Lower Decks, the cartoon. Oh yeah, <laughs> they did it perfect. I was like, nice. I'm blown. I'm blown away. I said, man, this is like movie level stuff. And then the second one was super fucking dark. I don't even want to talk about it. I was, I was off. <laughs> uh, we okay. watched it like back to back, and I'm thinking, oh, what the giggle, fuck, giggle, and I was like, whoa. And by the end, like we had to reverse it a couple times to go back to catch what was actually like, going on. Fuck? 
completely but yeah it was kind of a good episode though but yeah i was going man that was a one-two punch right there man damn well scott talk to our mufon guy and let's get him let's get him let's get him for an in-person conversation Uh, yeah i'd I'd like to get him back on dude. i i love this shit i can't i can't help myself um and we'll get we'll get deep on all that because i know that he wanted to talk about some of the other stuff too before where you started getting down on that rabbit hole before we get out of here though um, I think that'll be one where we'll need to get some coaster questions. We'll need to hit up some bars and be like, we're going to be talking to an alien guy. What would you ask him? And- oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jump into some topics and, yeah. and please talk yeah. on, on that channel because I love this shit. One more final shout out before we get out of here. Um, shout out to Bob. Um, Bob over at Shroom Brothers. As of this recording, yeah. today is his birthday. Um, so I mean oh, we happy birthday. we release a little couple of days later, so it'll be a little belated on this stuff. But uh, happy birthday, Bob. If you need T-shirts printed, go talk to him, man. Shroom Brothers. If you need a logo design, um, Carrie did our shit, and it was fantastic. Does our logo, and uh, we love it. So, dude, they have a lot of um, artwork. Yeah, on, on Etsy. Well. Yeah, you can Super get super cool. The cool Tacoma. Um, you can get the cool Tacoma designs, the octopus design. Somebody got a tattoo of that, by the way. Good. It's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah. People should get it. Yeah. So, uh, it's amazing. But you can just get a hoodie as well, or a T-shirt. If you don't want to get the permanent ink, but happy birthday, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. Go experience Tacoma. Go see the sites. Go do the things. Go to porch fest this weekend and take pictures and let us know how, uh, how much fun you had. Uh, Get outside and look up and find some aliens. (laughs) Yeah. Go in and do that. And, uh, Tell him to come down to Sixth Avenue and have him experience real uh, human <laughs> human life. Might get stabbed. Oh, might. And until next time, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>